0: So here's the thing, gamers expect the final boss of a title to be a bit arduous. I mean, after playing a game for weeks or months and enduring every puzzle and enemy thrown at you, it would be disappointing if the big bad was anything but. But sometimes you'll hit a brick wall before that final encounter, and that comes in the form of a sub-boss or a mini-boss that absolutely stomped you. Whether they were horrendously overpowered or completely cheap, these guys often took as much time to take down as the final boss themselves. Fun times. So let's take a look at them, as I'm Jules of whatculture.com, and these are 10 impossible video game sub-bosses that stopped you dead. 10. Kintaro Mortal Kombat 2 If you thought that Goro was difficult in the original Mortal Kombat, wait until you face the penultimate of the sequel. Before going head-to-head with Shao Kahn, you must face his champion, the four-armed Shokan warrior, Kintaro. This tiger-skinned monstrosity only takes half damage, has an immunity to certain attacks, and is strong enough to kill you in four moves. He also never stops moving, so you're always on your toes. The most vexing thing about Kintaro is this tendency to leap off-screen and then drop down on top of you. Not only does this teleport stomp make absolute mincemeat to your health bar, it's the only attack in the game that is unblockable. If you're playing the Super Nintendo version of MK2, you only get a measly five credits. So even if you don't lose a single life before facing him, you only have five tries to beat him or you have to go back to the bloody start. The only saving grace is that Kentaro regularly taunts you throughout the battle, which is the perfect opportunity to attack him. If he didn't take this time to gloat, though, he would be borderline impossible to defeat. Number 9. Krauser Resident Evil 4 No matter how tough a boss is, you should be able to defeat them if you learn their attack pattern. However, fighting Krauser in Resident Evil 4 is easier said than done. The psychotic soldier just keeps adjusting his strategy and changing the battleground so you never get too accustomed to the area. As you search for the three insignias to unlock a door, Krauser blasts you with a machine gun, hurls flash grenades and explosives at you, and sends mobile mines and drones to cut you down to pieces. He tends to attack you from a distance, but occasionally just tracks you down, forcing you into hand-to-hand combat. Once you obtain the second insignia, Near, Krauser mutates his arm into a blade and then sets C4 explosives to blow the place to Kingdom Come in three minutes. This is, by far, the hardest part of the fight, since Krauser now shields his body with this bulletproof blade, meaning that you can't hit him until he tries to hit you. And because you're against the clock and Krauser has an instant kill attack, you can't rely on subtlety or patience. You need to unleash everything you have to put him down for good as quickly as possible. Number 8. Bubbler – Diddy Kong Racing Now, Diddy Kong Racing has a reputation for being rock hard, but the most frustrating part was racing the third boss, Bubbler. As you drive through the cavernous lagoon, the Scarlet Octopus drops spiked mines, which detonate if you touch them. And because Bubbler is faster than you, you can't beat him fairly. What you need to do is pick up a weapons balloon and blast the nefarious mollusk with a missile or two, or give yourself a speed boost. But if you use the missile, you better make sure it hits him, because missing the boss even a single time will most certainly cost you the match. Using a speed boost can just as easily backfire as well, since the control controls for the hovercraft are very, very sensitive, and you can easily smash into a wall. When Bubbler challenges you to a second race later on in the game, he's actually way harder, because here, instead of dropping mines, he drops bubbles that upon touching them will incapacitate you for a few seconds. So if you hit a bubble, it's nearly impossible to catch up to him, so you might as well just restart the race. But what truly makes Bubbler such a nightmare is that he's one of those bosses that you can actually still lose to even if you don't make a single mistake. Utter bastard. Number seven, Thunder Blight Ganon, The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Now, since Breath of the World is designed so that you can complete the dungeons in any order, it's sensible to face the hardest one, Thunderblight, last when you have far more health and weapons. But even if you're armed to the teeth, this spawn of Ganon proves to be a merciless challenge. This solidified glob of malice dashes at you while thrusting its blade, and you need to shatter its shield and unleash a barrage of attacks before its shield regenerates. And after Thunderblight loses half of its health, it will electrify its weapons, so even if you block its attacks, you'll still get shocked. Brilliant. But the most unfair part is when the drops metallic spikes to the floor before electrifying them. You need to pick up a spike with magnesis and then hurl it back at him to stun him, and you only have a split second to do this so you don't have time to line up the shot, forcing you to just hurl the blade at him blindly. This moment is hair-tearingly frustrating, because you don't know what order the monster is going to electrify the spikes, so you just have to pick one at random and hope it doesn't affect you before throwing it his way. Number 6. Seymour Flux Final Fantasy X No matter how many times you kill the Final Fantasy X boss, Seymour, he will always come back for more. However, the third battle with him is, without doubt, the most sudden difficulty spike in the entire game. You have to grind like crazy beforehand to stand a chance against this guy. If you thought that you could be sneaky by summoning an Aeon to fight on your behalf, Seymour can banish them with a wave of his hand, and then just sits there constantly replenishing his health until you destroy his little device. But what makes this fight insurmountably aggravating is his move, Cross Cleave. Uttering those words to any Final Final Fantasy X fan will cause them to visibly shudder, because this move slices through your entire group, usually killing one or two of them in the process. When he unleashes the attack the first time, the average Final Fantasy player won't panic, since they'll just assume they can resurrect the fallen party with a phoenix down. However, Seymour attacks again immediately after he uses Cross Cleave, meaning that your remaining party will have so little health, his follow-up will most likely kill whoever survives. Cheers. Number 5. Mona and Lisa Streets of Rage As you reach the end of Stage 5 in the original Streets of Rage, you might be disappointed to see the bosses are a gymnastic duo called Mona and Lisa, who are also known overseas as Yasha and Onohime. After previously facing a towering wrestler, a Wolverine knockoff, and a fire breather, fighting a pair of acrobats kind of looks like a piece of cake. But two minutes later, though, and you'll be looking at the Game Over screen, wondering what the hell just happened. Now, they may just be a palette swap of Blaze, but they are a force to be reckoned with. If you try to hit one, she'll somersault behind your character and perform a German suplex on you, causing devastating damage, so the only way to hit them is to strike where you think they're going to land, and if you miscalculate by even the tiniest pixel, they'll smash you into the ground. Now, normally, if you find any section in Streets of Rage too tough, you can just call your police buddy to drop a missile onto the vicinity, causing heavy damage to all enemies. Sadly, when you face the pair again in the final stage, the backup feature is disabled, meaning you have to beat them all by yourself. Ooh, baby. Number 4. Greater Guardian Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem Bosses may not be a big factor in Eternal Darkness, but who boy did the developers make this one count. Depending on which path you took, the Greater Guardian's appearance will vary tremendously, but its tactics are pretty much the same. It will shield itself so it's immune to bullets and blades, and the only thing that can harm this ancient fiend is magic. The problem is, is that you can only cast a magic spell by standing perfectly still. The more powerful the spell, the longer you have to remain motionless to cast it. If the Guardian tries to crush you, you will cancel your spell if you move out of the way, and if this happens too many times, your magic meter will just run dry, meaning you're incapable of actually harming him. As the battle progresses, the Guardian summons zombies, shoots you with lasers, and seals off the room so you can't attack it from afar. As a result, you have to cast spells to injure the Guardian while standing right beside it. The only way to harm the boss without getting squashed is to cast the spell exact when the Guardian casts his, and if you mistime it, well, you're toast. Number 3. Fire Leo, Beautiful Joe Every boss in the side-scrolling beat-em-up Beautiful Joe is fairly challenging, so fighting five of them in a row in the sixth stage is a pretty tall order. And just to make this boss rush as unfair as possible, it ends with the insanely roughest houses fire Leo. First off, it's not very clear how to effectively hit him, so you will most certainly lose upon the first few tries. And you know what that means? You've got to go right back to the start, meaning you've got to go through the entire boss rush all over again. And even if you do know how to hit him, this lethal line still proves to be exhaustingly difficult. If you use slow motion when he spins around, he'll swipe at you with his claws. You have just a split second to duck or jump or dodge these attacks, and if you succeed, he'll get dizzy allowing you to wail on him for a little bit. If that's all the battle was, then Fire Leo would still be the game's hardest boss, but because he swamps the arena with rocks and fireballs that are nearly impossible to dodge, he's earned his title as one of video game's most frustrating bosses. Number 2. The Marauder – Doom Eternal now, I know what some of you are gonna say. Oh, the Marauder's easy, mate. Oh, I beat it the first time. Did you, bollocks? Absolutely did you, bollocks. Because when this guy came up here, he completely changed how the game played, alright? I know that there are other media outlets that have completely buffed up this guy to the 9th scene, that he was the worst thing that they ever faced in the entire Doom Eternals experience, and that it's too hard and stuff like that. I'm not saying that he is too hard. He is very, very beatable. But I'm just very annoyed with people going the other way and just saying, oh, he's too easy. Bollocks to you, mate. You're talking absolute trash. Anyway, uh, yeah, long story short, the Marauder does. Does suck though so um moving on And number one king dice cuphead Now, King Dice serves as the penultimate boss of Cuphead. As you enter his die house, the colossal games master will present a 15-space board game and a die numbered 1 to 3. When you roll the die, you'll move the amount of spaces it displays. Now, of these 15 spaces, 9 of them will trigger a boss battle. If you're lucky and land on the number 3 of the die repeatedly, you can get through this board pretty quickly. And although it is easy to time the die so it lands on 3, you'll still have to face at least 3 mini-bosses. So the only way to get through Dice's domain is to painstakingly memorise each of the attack patterns of these mini-bosses bosses, and if you land on the second, last space, you'll be sent right back to the start. You don't have to redo boss battles you've already won, but it is still very irritating. Now, DICE himself only has one attack, sending out 12 cards that cover the entire lower screen. Although you can't dodge these cards, you can bypass them unharmed by parry-jumping on the heart cards. But the first few times you get to this error, you will not know what to do, making for an excruciatingly difficult experience until you finally master memorizing those patterns. Fun stuff. And there we go, my friends. Those were 10 impossible video game sub-bosses that stopped you dead. I hope you enjoyed that and please let me know what you thought about it down in the comments section below. As always, I've been Jules. You can go follow me over on Twitter at RetroJ with a zero. We can swing by live and let's dice where I do all of my streaming outside of work as well as my Warhammer battle reports. So if you're into that sort of stuff, then come check us out because we'd love to see you over there. But before I go, I want to stop you right now, but not dead. I actually want the exact opposite. I want you to treat yourself with love and respect, my friend, because you deserve all of the best things in life and do not let anything or Anyone else tell you otherwise? All right, you're a massive ledge. Now go out there and absolutely smash it today. As always, I've been Jules. You have been awesome. Never forget that. And I'll speak to you soon. Bye.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince.
0: Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands.